<laughs> I say that like I haven't edited like 40 episodes in the last month and a half. We're almost caught up. It's Yay. crazy. And then yeah, I can boy. fucking breathe. Uh, we were a full calendar year behind. <laughs> and for a show that's weekly, that's a few. Could so, you, Jesse, could you just do like Stab Raw where it's just like, here, here it is. This is the experience. I could. Like awkward um and uh. Well, I don't cut ums and uhs. That would just be anarchy. But I do still have to listen. Because I haven't given over the duties to anybody because I still have to name the episodes because f- apparently I I have to do that 375 times that'll be today. What the fuck? That's too many, Brett. Why have we done this show so long? It's going to be 11 years in like three months. What are we doing? Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Longest running. Step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Longest running. <laughs> Longest running, whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> Yay? Mm. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called. <laughs> Stab. The Stab Show is begun! We put the huh in your comedy watching experience. Now, let's introduce tonight's panel. First panelist can take a licking and keep on insisting that you don't stop. He's co host of Willie Listen, it's Willie Travis. There he is. Uh, our second panelist exchanges Bibles from motels across the country just to confuse dirty pay by the hour heathens. He's a Stab Show favorite. It's Brett Stoltz. Hello. Yeah. And our third panelist collects the skulls of those who have fallen beneath her obsidian morning star. She's the host, co-host of the book report. It's Dana Bryant. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones, iffy at best. Welcome to Stab. <laughs> Hope you're keeping warm and cozy. And if you need some ear warmth on a Saturday night at, let's say, 11 p.m., be sure to tune into the Stab Show on KUTZ 103.1 FM. Or KUTZFM.org. Do not fucking chuckle at that. (laughs) We're on terrestrial radio. We're taking it backwards in terms of technology. We're we're devolving from a podcast to a radio show. It works. Uh, Let's meet tonight's panel. Hey, Willie. Hi there. What's happening? Oh, you know, just standing up here talking to you. I'm glad to get stabbed. <laughs> no guarantee. Uh, uh, how are you? Doing very well. Yeah? What you uh, up to? Very alive. No, that's that's the first step. On the outside, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. You know what? As long as you're presenting alive, that's all you need. Hey, I'm I'm like a black weekend at Bernie's. I'm just... <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> we- along for the ride. Weekend at... <laughs> I don't want to say it, but you left it there. It, weekend at Bernie Max. Weekend uh, at Bernie Max, hey. Yeah. hey uh, <laughs> you heard that universal? Oh. It's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, what have you been up to? Anything fun? Uh, no. Good. Good. No, just, uh, you know, you know, it's just uh, writing. Yeah. I've been getting some writing done, so oh, I'm yeah? enjoying that. Nice. Yeah. I see you popping up on shows. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm trying to leave the house. Good. 
good. That some yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not all it's cranked up to be. Yeah, it's <laughs> what the fuck is up without there? Right? Yeah. So. <laughs> Consoles aren't outside the house, Willie. Nope. <laughs> no, ain't no PlayStation in the street. No. no. <laughs> 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 Gotta have like a PlayStation bar. Didn't they used to have? I mean, there used to be a. Like here, a uh, uh, the coin cyber cafe is there. Oh yeah, you got coin up. There yeah, you go. Yeah. I did. I used to do the cyber cafe. Did you? So, yeah. I always wanted to. I never got around to it. Yeah, they were cool, man. Yeah. This was like the around like wild time. I don't know. Sure. What, what or where you were? <laughs> oh no, I was I was during that. <laughs> I was uh the target audience. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was me. <laughs> except usually that target audience didn't leave the house, so that's a difficult <laughs> difficult situation. Um, like we said, there's nothing out there. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's where we're starting. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds Welcome about right to the show. <laughs> Well, good to have you, Willie. Thank Always you, enjoy sir. having you around these parts. Thank you, sir. Uh, hey, Brett. Hey, Jesse. Um, how are you? I'm drawing breath. I'm sure. not resuming room temperature. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm alive. Or so far, the two of you are <laughs> setting real low bars here. <laughs> I'm not decomposing before your very eyes. So, win. Uh, well, last you left us off, you... Uh, didn't you have a, a pilot being pitched around? Uh, still working on that. Still okay. got a pilot shopping out there. Got cool. some other uh, projects that we're, we're, we're putting together and seeing, hey, do you want to give us money so I don't have to do this normal nine to five job? Well, if you so. ever figure out how that works, then let me know. I will, yes. Uh, <laughs> can I just get you on retainer? You can be my attorney, right? Uh, You're barred somewhere. Well, no, I was more uh, for if you ever figure out how to get people to pay you for doing creative things. That's what I mean. You can just pretend to be my attorney. I would just pay you oh, that way. Oh, okay. This is. I'll I'll improv. We'll do some. <laughs> do some courtroom is right. It's just improv. <laughs> I think. As an actual attorney, that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll get a mail-in uh, certificate somewhere. I'm accredited at the University of Phoenix. I passed the. <laughs> <laughs> I passed the Arizona bar. <laughs> uh, and, I don't know. <laughs> well, cool. Glad that's still yeah. moving around. Yes. Uh, gotten any positive feedback? Hmm? Uh, a lot of positive feedback, but nothing like, oh my God, sure. I'm to give you money, but more like, hey, good job. They probably think like I'm a 12 year old. Like, well, like I put this out there and they're like, hey champ, you know, in a couple of years when you go to college, I'm, like, I'm married, I've got a kid. Literally anybody that can type the end on something has got it over like 95% of the rest <laughs> of them. So, <laughs> so you're fine. You're doing good. Got to remember that. I got plenty of shit that's gold, not finished, so it's bullshit. So it's nothing. Doesn't mean fuck all to anybody. I can't I can't even pretend to sell that, Brett. Here, this might be done someday. No, get out of my office. I've got Brett Stultz waiting outside. All right. Well, good to have you as always. Thanks. Yeah. No. Yes. Well, we'll see once we get into the material. Um, there is always that. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Brett. Hey, Dana. Hello. Hi there. Hello. Hi. How are how are things going for you? Well, I think I'm doing better than these two. Oh, I, I think my, my resting mental health is finally neutral again. I'm very okay. excited about that. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't sit around the house going, oh, man, I'm sad. <laughs> okay. But well, in a cute way, because everything I do is adorable. <laughs> well... 
Yeah. Oh, I'm saying. Except for I don't have giant anime eyes. I like the opposite. <laughs> well. Uh, well, good to have you. Um, speaking of working on the backlog, I uh, just did uh, your episode where you um, pre-recorded. Oh, I don't think material. people like that very much. Oh, no, it was good. <laughs> it was good. Um, <laughs> Cameron got a lot of use out of the uh, the light bulbs line. So oh, good. It was I good didn't times. know if you were going to use those, but oh. I was like, I might as we well. We used it heavily. Okay. So, <laughs> That'll be coming out in a couple of weeks. I mean, um, I totally watched it because I watched well, no, everything saying, I do too. Well, yeah. Well, no, you were on stage while it was airing. Um, so, but but I just edited, and that'll be coming out in a couple nice. weeks. Uh, anything fun, interesting that you've been up to creatively? Um, I don't know creatively, but I've do, been doing a lot of boating lately. What? Yeah, it's a hundred percent in Minecraft, oh, but okay. I was on a boat. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I found some llamas and I put them in a boat and then I boated them home. <laughs> All right. I don't think llamas are naturally uh, nautical creatures, <laughs> but but if you can make that work, right? Then who am I to say? <laughs> well, that's you know what? It's a change of pace. <laughs> Sailing the high blocky seas. <laughs> You're doing good. And then I'm gonna breed them and turn them into leather. <laughs> oh. We were so close to something being nice. <laughs> uh. It's great because I, I enjoy it. I get to turn the leather into emeralds and they're pretty. Oh, all right. I do not understand the Minecraft economy. <laughs> I take llamas home and turn them into leather and they become emeralds. And then I hit the high seas again. Yes. Yar. All right. Let's get this thing underway. <laughs> Segment one. It's reorganization. Uh, we look around, stab a lot, trying to pinpoint where it all went wrong. Damn it! That's how I started this? <laughs> of course it was. Uh, <laughs> and really, if you really dig deep, you can probably find many a PCOF, or probable cause of failure. But since we, are, but still, we soldier on. Dumbing it up as hard as we can and often as we can. But let's quickly put back out of our minds whatever PCOF might already stand for and instead give us who or what else PCOF might stand for or represent to you. Uh, Willie Travis, let's hear your PCOF. Dumbing down is an understatement, brother. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, um, <clears throat> at the Pizza Cooling Off Federation. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We adhere to ensuring that your pizza never exceed a burning temperature once it makes contact with your mouth. <laughs> Our fleet of pizza coolers or people blowing spit on your pizza, uh, <laughs> as our reviews state, <laughs> take the roof of your mouth seriously, which is why we work around the clock to make sure that your pizza is blown on. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, and we understand the market. <laughs> we get it, not everyone is eating pizza. Mm -hmm. All right, that is why our designated blowhards <laughs> will blow on anything. Because <laughs> we also service spoons of soup, <laughs> fresh bread, <laughs> pies occupying windowsills. <laughs> Cauldrons of bubbling liquids, <laughs> whistles, party favors, breathalyzers, <laughs> eyes, <laughs> Nintendo cartridges, 
dusty tomes, <laughs> balloons. So call us. I don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Oh, so. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Too often, I have to defend uh, the temperature that I prefer my pizza at. I wanted a nice, uh, you know, uh, warm. I want to be able to taste the toppings. I don't want. I don't want just heat. I want to <laughs> enjoy pizza, not just a greasy ball of heat. I want to savor. All right, that's Willie why, gets me. You guys don't have to. That's why I'm we're here for I you. <laughs> I will buy a, a pizza and just let it sit there for a while because I want to enjoy it. <laughs> Sorry, Renaissance man. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you, Willie. Brett. Uh, one would assume you have something in a PCOF, so why not share it then? My brothers and sisters, I need <laughs> you all to get down on your knees and pray. Here we go. Close your eyes, please. <laughs> mm -hmm. Open up your hearts and your checkbooks and let the Holy Spirit on in. Do you hear that in the distance flapping on an angel's wings? Why? It's the word of baby Jesus. Mm -hmm. I need you all just to close your eyes real hard. Let baby Jesus just crawl up into your ear and whisper to you. Oh, what is baby Jesus whispering? Listen real close now. P-C-O-F. That can only mean Pentecostal OnlyFans. <laughs> These are dark times, my friends. Brothers and sisters, do not don't lose sight of the Lord. It is sinful times. It is end times. It's a sign of the times. We all need that spiritual release. That's when you go to PCOF, Pentecostal only fans. See college girls read from their Bible and handle the serpent. Watch as the desperate housewife next door speaks in tongues. See nursing students lay healing hands on non-believers and hoping that they can save them from the Lord's wrath. Heaven is real. Repent now. Go to PCOF Pentecostal only fans. I bet you think the PC stood for politically correct, didn't you? Oh, oh, oh. So far 0 for 2 on politically correct. And, <clears throat> and this one very much not so. So thank you, Brett. Pentecostal OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm not going to search for that because <laughs> I would not be surprised to Note find to it. self by that yeah. domain. <laughs> yeah. Get on that in more ways than one. Uh, thank you, Brett. Good stuff. Uh, hey, Dana. Yeah. Hey, how about you wrap up our reorganizing with, <laughs> with your PCOF? Okay, I don't know if you know this, but PCOF was actually a term used by medical and mortuary professionals back in the early 1800s. Oh. It stands for Preferred Cadavers of Frankenstein. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because, you know, he's famous for making that, like, one monster, and, you know, shit went down, <laughs> and it was bad. Yeah. But what people don't know is after that, he moved to New England, and he was like, you know what, for, you know what? When you learn something new, you're always bad at it that first time. But I'm not going to give up. The problem is that you have you can't combine bits and pieces of different people together without understanding how they go. Like, you're not going to put the mouth of a vegan on the stomach of a cattle rancher. That just doesn't sure. fly, right? <clears throat> so he goes up. to New England. He meets all these doctors, all these guys working in the mortuary. You know, he slips them some money <laughs> under the table. And then anytime someone dies, they just slap a little initials on the bottom of their foot, PCOF. 
And then they know these ones go to Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> They've done some serious background work, you know, making sure what was their married life like. Sure. Did they love their wife or their children? Did they drink too much, mm. you know, or they were they hitting on themselves, you know, slapping the meat. <laughs> <laughs> A Sorry. little too much, you know. Sorry. And then you make sure that you get you get the the upright guys, the people that are gonna like you know work together. Maybe you got like a baker and a candlestick maker together, <laughs> sure. and, you know. So natural. Yeah, that's that's how you know you, you gotta you gotta think about this when you're making your own men. <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> there we are. All right. All right, it's very picky. I didn't realize that could disqualify you. Uh, well, sorry. Uh, <laughs> we just got to make sure that the right hands go with the right man bits. You know, you don't want you don't want the really rough hands with the really tender man bits. Fair. Okay. All right. I'm just gonna go with you. I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> All right. Segment two. It's bootlegged. Original ideas aren't so great. I mean, big whoop, you came up with a thing before me. But my idea is going to be even better because nobody's, everybody's going to have extra pouches all over the place and, and Australian accents. Now what's better, Mr. Original? Um, <laughs> and so is the concept uh, in Bootlegged, where you're asked to take these world-renowned, successful properties and give us your dollar store, flea market, bargain bin, knockoff, counterfeit, or bootleg versions of each of them. <clears throat> this is a... Bit of a hodgepodge because I feel like I'm running out of things that I know. Uh, so, I don't know. These are what came to mind. So, we're going one, 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 two, 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 three times around as we do in a second segment. Um, Willie, <laughs> let's hear your bootleg Fievel Goes West. <laughs> yeah, that's the same sound I made when I read these two. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, look. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, for the hip hop fans out there, all right, Five Will Goes East 99, all right, it's the <laughs> Bone Thugs uh, mixtape. <laughs> uh, you know, with hits like uh, <laughs> Rootin' Tootin' Rat. Uh, we're not against cats, <laughs> we're not against cat connoisseurs, <laughs> but we are against. Actually, fuck rats, cats. We don't like no. cats. No. Uh, it's the root and two and rat. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, with <laughs> with tracks like uh, "Meet You in My Crosshairs," <laughs> oh. so you won't be lonely. <laughs> All right. Or I'm gonna kill you or something. You know, something. Something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And uh, you know, hits like uh, "For the Love." Kobe, jeez, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. yep, <laughs> that's the end. Oh, good, <laughs> good. Never know with Willie Travis. Uh, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Willie. Brett, yes. Bootleg Five will goes west. Go. Uh, so this is kind of fun. Uh, I loved An American Tale as a kid. Hmm. That was like my all-time favorite animated movie. Don Bluth in the house. Woo woo. Yeah? Okay, that's fine. Um, you know, he only gave us American Tale and Land Before Time, but that's okay. Uh, but I, I, I love the show, I love that movie so much that my mom would have to sing somewhere out there to me before I could fall asleep. Um, I know. Just go with it. 
Just roll with it. It's... <laughs> no, it's sadly very true, Leo. I had a tender side at one point in my fucking life. Okay, thank you. Sorry, I take it on the audience. But one of the cool things about this was that when the sequel, Five Will Goes West, came out, I was super excited about it. So much that when my parents got divorced that summer and it was my birthday, my dad got me the Fiber Goes West <laughs> Smith & Wesson Colt Revolver. And it was very cool. It was super cool because it was like it had that airbrushed artwork on the side of the gun. Mm. And it was the cast of Fievel Goes West. Oh. But it was clearly like routed through Taiwan like sure. we don't really know what the show's about or the movies so we're just gonna do this so they had that so that was really cool um, the nice thing about the gun too is that it was made of this really cool poly alloy metal kind of thing where mm. it was designed for like a three year old could pick it up very easily <laughs> oh, and it wouldn't nice. damage their wrist wasn't permanent wrist damage oh, good. it came with a speed loader this was cool because this actually looked like Fievel from the oh. movie so I feel like they actually did something right on this one sure. but it was a speed loader shaped <laughs> like Fievel so your little thumbs could just kind of just put it right in there. Yeah. Uh, and then it came with a hair trigger because, you know, kids' dexterity is not as crazy as it used to <laughs> yeah, be. So, no. you know, that, I thought that was pretty cool. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> sure it was. <laughs> yeah. We got a Fievel gun. Good. Good. <laughs> good. Good. What's well, not good? <laughs> thanks. Uh, see, that's where that thanks becomes... Uh, <laughs> Less and less sincere. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, thank you, Brett. Uh, Dana, uh, bootleg Fievel goes west. You know, it's fine. No joking. I actually had like a child-sized Fievel doll as a oh. kid, and I have the soundtrack on vinyl. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm that old. Okay. Apparently, really struck home with a couple here. Okay. We make a movie. It's called Pavel Go to America. <laughs> Pavel is sewer rat coming from Russia, and he go to 1906 San Francisco, right? Because he's tired of being hunted by birds. Birds eat rats, <laughs> mm-hmm. and birds in Russia, no good. But turns out America have birds too, the red hair hawk, the eagle. They eat rats. <laughs> It is a very sad story, and it ends with Pavel giving plague to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> These things happen. It's him. You know, There's no Pavel problem. Is I, I don't predict earthquake. I just get plague. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, America have birds too. It's no good. I, I leave Russia to get away from birds. And here you go, these flying fox. Okay. Um, (laughs) All right. Second time around, to prove to you I had zero planning and just took the first thing that came to mind, Uh, (laughs) Willie, let's hear your bootleg Armageddon. (laughs) Look, I... (laughs) You... (laughs) We're putting in the same amount, all right? Um... (laughs) All right, I'm just going to talk about what I wrote while I practice my Rodney Dangerfield. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Have you ever heard of the shake weight? <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you now. I'm the ambassador for this new thing. You wouldn't even understand it. It's called the Armageddon Big. <laughs> It's the shake weight that'll rock your world. <laughs> 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 oh, 
away. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. yeah. That's the ending side. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's very similar to uh, to Dana's uh, Godfather impression. Uh, <laughs> no respect at all. <laughs> Only thirty percent of what you say have to be actual words. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Boom Bob, a little bit of Dracula in there. Boy, <laughs> no respect at all. Boy. All right, uh, <laughs> there you go. New character, <laughs> Vampire Dangerfield. Uh, Brett, bootleg Armageddon. What do you got? Uh, so you guys remember Spencer's gifts? Sure. So they would have all the really tacky. Like bachelor, bachelorette party things, but like when you're ten or eleven or twelve or thirteen, when you're young, basically double digits. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going for. Uh, once you're that age, like that seems to be this kind of cool place to go. And do you remember they would sell like adult things, mm-hmm. like lingerie or bikini, like ridiculously small. But one of the things they had there was animal cracker flavored edible panties. Oh, and. <laughs> Apparently, it was a very niche market. Mm-hmm. It was a certain demographic of people who would shop at Spencer's oh. that loved that exact scene from Armageddon mm-hmm. that some ad wizards got together and said, look, we don't know what animal crackers taste like. We can just say that's what these things taste like. Fair. And there you go. And the cool thing is it a tie in where you, when you opened a flap, it would actually start singing, I don't want to miss a thing. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at the forefront of that musical greeting card technology. Yeah. Um, I knew exactly what you were referencing, but at the same time knew that's a very specific scene that non-Armageddon buffs are not going to get. <laughs> right? <laughs> and doesn't Ben Affleck do like a really bad Australian accent? Yeah. 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 They, were, they were so in love. They didn't want to miss a thing. That oil drilling roughneck with a heart of gold. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. I unabashedly love Armageddon. I don't care. It's the pinnacle of terrible action. Uh, Dana, bootleg Armageddon, what you got? So, like many in Hollywood, who needs an original idea when all you need are unpaid interns and a thesaurus? Mm -hmm. So I give you Cataclysm. Um, it is a film where there is a meteor coming towards Earth, and if you Google how can we stop a meteor, it says lasers is an option. <laughs> sure. And and everybody knows that one of the professions that uses lasers regularly are dental hygienists. So the plot of Cataclysm is we send a group of dental hygienists into space to laser a meteor, <laughs> and all the rest can stay the same. <laughs> More ladies, though, because we know it's 2023 and we need more ladies. But there are male dental hygienists as well because equality. (laughs) Anyway, get Netflix on the phone. We need to... uh, Right? Yeah, I think this is... I mean, because you ever notice that like two of the same movie always comes out at the same time because someone's like, I can do that idea with a different script and not be sued. (laughs) Armageddon, Deep Impact. Right. (laughs) There were a couple monkey movies out at the same time where the monkeys were playing hockey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you add monkeys to anything, really, that just—that's—that's right. that's, Hollywood. Get back to that circle. We're done with the prequels and sequels and the requels. More monkey movies. Indeed, I was here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> monkey movies all the way around. Well, I've said uh, famously around here, you do enough sequels, you wind up in space. 
<laughs> yep. Um, and the the height of that is the Ice Age movies. How did that wind up in space? I don't know, man. I mean, if Jason <laughs> ended up in space, he exactly. doesn't. Just, just think about it. Think about all your favorite terrible uh, <laughs> series of movies. Did they make it to space? That means they went too long. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, third time around. Um, again, I don't know. Apropos of nothing. Uh, Willie, <clears throat> let's hear your bootleg of American Horror Story. Coming up next, it is Nigerian Horror Story. <laughs> <laughs> the following program is rated TVMALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences only. So, like, I'm going, right? And, like, you know, like a lot of ideas are just going off, you know? Hmm? It's, yeah. I mean, it's not all <laughs> gold, people, all right? You're not here. No. We, no, you're, see, you're, you're not the here thing for, is, <laughs> you had us all on the edge of, your, edge of our seats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see? <laughs> we weren't expecting just to get the disclaimer. <laughs> I think. You sound like my dates, all right? <laughs> Not that we didn't enjoy it, but you left us with so many unanswered questions that we were waiting uh, and didn't realize we were going to get that old Willie Travis comma. <laughs> as long as we have fun on the way, right? Like, yeah. Oh, Willie Travis, the definition of the journey being being more important than the destination. Thank you, Willie. Uh, Brett, yeah, bootleg American Horror Story? Uh, so I remember this one from when I was working at Borders Books, mate, rest in peace. Um, and we would have these weird like flash sales and things. Like, seriously, like for one day, mm. you could get the DSM-4 which was normally like $72. You can get it for like $17. Mm. And this one was, um, I think it was from France, if I remember correctly. They had a weird printing thing on it, and it was the American Horror Story tie-in cover to the DSM-4. Okay. Nice. Just the cover. You open it up. It's the regular DSM-4. Okay. And that that was it. Okay. Sure. It was it was between that and like a an American Horror Story toaster. Sure, that was I mean, waterproof. That was those were the two gems that I really hung on to for this one. So all right, yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Sorry, <laughs> I'll see myself out. No, no, it was the addition there that saved you. Uh, waterproof toaster, obviously, obviously. Right. First thought, best thought, Brett. Uh, <laughs> Dana, wrap us up uh, with your bootleg American horror story. Oh, yeah. We're going to do oh. some Canadian horror go. story. <laughs> there it is. It's, it's very much like the same show, but with like Canadian things. Um, <laughs> it's got a lot of recognizable B-list Canadian actors like Nina Dobrev from The Vampire Diaries. <laughs> um, Will Ornette. Oh, sure. um, a man who's trying to rehabilitate his acting career, Hayden Christensen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and surprisingly, Tommy Chong. <laughs> that is surprising. And, and each season will be a different scary thing. Like the one where the aliens come and they steal all the maple syrup. Oh, no. Oh, or the one where the witches curse the hockey team and they can't oh. get in the goal. Oh, no. Oh, there's there's this one where all the vampires eat the Tim Hortons donuts. <laughs> and they really like the jelly-filled ones. Oh, yeah. 
And oh, the scariest one is when all the ghosts come back and they're taking revenge, and all the Canadians are just going, "Oh, sorry, I'm sorry," yeah. <laughs> and they just apologize to the ghosts and they go away. Yeah. <laughs> it's very scary if you're Canadian. Sure. Oh, <clears throat> thank you, Dana. Oh, no, I think I think it would just be most frightening if the ghosts wouldn't accept their apologies. Oh no, but they're Canadian ghosts, so they have to. Oh, all right. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. Boo. Boo, everybody. <laughs> I didn't mean to make a big bother. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, well done. Thank you, guys. Segment three, charging along at a respectable pace. It's campaign trail. There's a couple ways you can make a name for yourself in the political votescape. Have a platform that highlights all of the important, thoughtful changes you would like to make to systems that you see are in need of fixing. Or... Childish name-calling and taking money from anybody who wants to make you say, you know, whatever. In Campaign Trail, it's your job to get your face out there in front of potential voters with your campaign speech trying to convince the voting public why your following candidate should be their choice for the following posts, positions, and platforms. Willie Travis. I could have swore I did something like this before. I searched. I didn't. I don't think. So So uh, maybe it's a recurring thought for me. Uh, <laughs> Willie you are an empty energy drink can running for a position on the Under the Front Seat Forever Council. Fresh. Okay. Hello. Those of you who know me here, you are aware of my stance. And those of you new, well, I'll fill you in now. I keep things simple. And you can ask around. I keep it simple, like the fries on the side and the water bottles in the back seat. I keep it simple, like the random articles of clothing in the trunk. No one associated with this car has ever worked at a Waffle House, but it's, there's a shirt back there. <laughs> If you keep me in this dark, dank, cold, unexplored position of power, <laughs> then I promise you nothing changes for the positive. <laughs> I promise you more receipts, more bags. I promise you change, quarters, nickels, dimes. I promise you that because with us together, we all have the energy to make it happen. <laughs> Yeah. Vote for me. Yeah. No change you can believe in. <laughs> None. <laughs> no. Why? Oh, I think I've mentioned. I had a disc man under my seat <laughs> that I forgot was there until <laughs> I pulled it out and realized it was cracked because it had been under the seat too long. And then you used to plug it in into the, you know, the cassette that you put into the... <laughs> Into the stereo that you then plug into an aux. Mm, good times. <laughs> I've never had anything new. <laughs> Brett. Yes. Hi. Hi. Um, I don't know. This just I. You tell me. Uh, you are the former backwards R from the Toys R Us sign. <laughs> Running for positions on freeway street signage. <clears throat> I'm Chet Barbados, and I approve this ad. Oh. 
When it comes to freeway signage, Commissioner, look to me, the guy you know as Mr. Chet Barbados, the former backwards R from the <laughs> Toys R Us sign from when you were a kid. Look, I know we're different. After all, you're human and I'm Chet Barbados, <laughs> the former b- backwards R from the Toys R Us sign from when you were a kid. But don't let our differences fool ourselves. We both want the same thing. Safe but fun. Freeway street <laughs> signage. That's why you should vote for me, Chet Barbados. The former backwards R from the Toys R Us sign from when you were a kid. As your next freeway signage commissioner this year. Paid for in part by Chet Barbados, the former backwards R from the Toys R Us sign from when you were a kid for freeway signage commissioner. <laughs> Thank you, Brent. Uh, did you take a Susie and Dare in writing that uh, that one to <laughs> to use? You know, the can green, I say yes? The old green, green eggs and ham. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> where, uh, it's a reader. You know, yeah. it's it's for elementary. Where you try and use as few actual words. <laughs> yes, as just just repeating. Because when you find the premise is just re yeah. just hitting that thing over the head, <laughs> that's really what everybody wants. Yeah. So. Oh no, but I, I, you repeat it enough. I know Chet Barbados. <laughs> And he and, wants your vote. And so he's got it. <laughs> Name recognition is all it takes. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. Uh, Dana. Let, oh, that's uncomfortable. Look. <laughs> oh, no. I I'm hope, ready. I hope we're okay. Uh, <laughs> Dana. Sorry, I'm on edge. Uh, <laughs> let's wrap up campaign trails with your, uh, your speech. You are a suave body wash coupon running for a position in a wallet. We all know that politics are dirty, so why don't you vote for a clean candidate? Mm-hmm. Let's be real about wallet space, okay? I know some of my constituents carry it in their butt pocket, and there's only so much room before your ass cheeks start to hurt, and you're not going to just put any old thing in that wallet. Mm-hmm. And even if you carry a purse or other man bag, you, you're not just going to want to fill it with mini coupons and receipts and things because then it all becomes unnecessary. Mm-hmm. So... Why should you put me there? Well, first of all, um, if you fold me in half, my barcode is on the side. So it still scans when you pull me out. So you can slip me in any slot you want. Nice. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I, and if you have me when you go to Target, I promise you a quality product that comes in bulk, unlike <laughs> some of those online mm. artisanal body washes <laughs> that are like five ounces for fifty dollars in no. the bottle, so wanky that like you can't even get half of it out. <laughs> you just gotta throw it away. Yeah. But I think the most important part is where do I stand on the issues? <laughs> yes. I am antibacterial. <laughs> Too long have these bacterial invaded our lands, leaving people sniffling, body achy, and having stuff spewing out of both ends. <laughs> yeah. No more. I'm also anti-inflammatory and antioxidant mm-hmm. because too long have the UV rays invaded our lands, leaving our skin prematurely aged and precancerous. And I'm also anti-animal testing. Because too long have these cosmetic companies invaded our lands, leaving our animals perfume dyed and with crimson red lips. <laughs> so vote for me, because I am suave body wash. <laughs> yeah. Coupon. Yeah. Thank you, Dana. <laughs> yeah, very heated. <laughs>
suave body wash coupon is just play into people's fears. <laughs> All these things come into our country like UV rays. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you. All right. Segment four, it's rev- review it. We got two more segments. Oh, this is, this is you guys are proving 730 works. Thank you. I needed that. You're welcome. I needed that. Sorry, we moved the show again. It's just, I don't want to run into the 9 o'clock. You don't need all that. Uh, <laughs> let's just get to the show. So I talk. I don't have an inside. I don't have an inner monologue. I just Everything comes out. Um, <laughs> segment four, review it. Sometimes, or no, wait, what am I saying? Let's forget what I just said. Because I don't think sometimes appears in this at all. So I just had a mini stroke. <laughs> Here we go. Segment four, review it. <laughs> Take me to a home. Help me. Um, Christmas shopping season has descended upon us, which is crazy because it's still March 2020. <sighs> but people, people seem to be shopping regardless. And some shoppers or goers of places like to refer to reviews made by others who have already had experiences with the items or destinations that they have in mind. And so in Review It, your job is to help future consumers uh, and compose reviews of specific things as their reviews would appear on these specific outlets. It's not that complicated. Willie Travis. (laughs) Willie, let's hear an Amazon review. Of that feeling of knowing you're late when you wake up without even looking at a clock. <laughs> Yo, this product sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, between this and that feeling of waking up right before the alarm goes off <laughs> that I purchased, nothing works at all. <laughs> I highly recommend you stay away and spend your hard-earned cash on something you can actually use, like on that feeling that you get when you catch yourself just before falling out of a chair. (laughs) (laughs) Or that feeling that you get during that first fart of the morning pee. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Even the feeling of coming to the realization that this is the apex of your career, (laughs) life, and mental state <laughs> is worth more than this product. <laughs> One star, do not recommend. <laughs> One star, because I hate my job. Fuck that place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honest reviews. Yeah. <laughs> 26 people found this review helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Willie. Yeah. Ooh, fuck that feeling. Uh, oh no! No, that's not a great feeling. <laughs> Start your day like that? No. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> Brett. Uh, moving right along. Let's hear. I don't know this one. I truly. I'm. I wanted to. I wanted to get whimsical. It's. I, they were too straightforward. You got my whimsy this week, Brett. Shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Brett, let's hear a Yelp review of a street-side food cart run by mythological animals. <laughs> Weird spot. Get the corn dog. Watch out for unicorn shit. <laughs> Five stars. All right. All right. Straightforward. Straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sad that that one got hidden in the uh, reviews we do not recommend. <laughs> <sighs> it's too short. You don't have enough previous reviews. Sorry, bro. <laughs> we got ten of those. We'd have so many more stars. <laughs> Believe our patrons. Sorry. Now I'm crying to yelp right now. Thank <laughs> thank you, Brett. So good. Um, and this one, yeah. Um, looking forward to it. Dana, let's hear a Game Informer review of Cats. <laughs> Cats review, far from perfect. <laughs> 6.5. Um, for those experienced with other pets, like dogs and guinea pigs, pet cats may prove an interesting, if not at times frustrating, challenge. Not recommended for new pet owners. Um, while the mechanics of cats will feel familiar to pet owners, <laughs> actions like feeding, watering, and playtime feel less smooth <laughs> than, than cats' other four-legged counterparts. Um, while cats does have a co-op mode, Cats is often withholding with the availability of co-op mode, and you're much better off just accepting that now Cats is a single-player game. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cats is mostly a platforming game where you will marvel at all the locations that cats are able to climb, crawl, or burrow into. Um, it's a challenge, but it's fun. Um, Combat segments with cats oh. will surprise you out of nowhere <laughs> because cats just seem to pounce into battle seemingly without provocation. <laughs> and while I'm not usually a fan of mini games, um, I found the laser pointer games surprisingly delightful. <laughs> Who knew something as simple as a cat, a laser pointer, and a blank wall would have you entertained for hours? Um, the this, the cat skill tree in this game is useless. Um, <laughs> it looks beautiful and well designed, but the cat's gameplay tends to just stay in the box and leave the tree behind. Yeah. Um, and I think the worst part, collectibles leave you something to be desired. Um, the hairballs and the dead birds are easy enough to find, but I find that it's more of a diversion from the more enjoyable aspects of playing cats. So... Um, <laughs> I mean, if you pop it in for the day, it's not not enjoyable <laughs> if that's all you got going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds terribly accurate. <laughs> oh. Oh, we got a, a cat tree that they actually used. It was amazing. Uh, not just the box that it came in, uh, which is generally the case. All right, we've got to segment five, the final segment of the evening. Don't worry. That's still 20% of the show. Settle down, guys. It's okay. There's still plenty for you. Uh, it's Department of Tourism. Want to just get away from it all? <laughs> yeah, you and me both, sibling. But where would you just get away to? There's 360 goddamn degrees of options. So knowing exactly where to escape can be difficult, which is why in Department of Tourism, as the newly appointed tourism directors of the following places, it's your job to convince the indecisive uh, <laughs> your job to convince the indecisive traveler that your place is the one we should want to visit for a couple days or even put down whole-ass new roots. Willie Travis. Um, this seems familiar, but again, I couldn't find it in old shows, so you're welcome. Um, Fresh Willie. content. <laughs> uh, let's hear your tourism guide for that city in Canada where everybody's high school girlfriend slash boyfriend lives. Looking to reside where all the pretty people are? 
a place where every person's look, personality, and stature exceeds that of a thousand Anne Hathaways. <laughs> a place where you can sleep safe knowing that your most prized loved ones are tucked away in a secure, discreet town, never to be heard from until comes the time for them to be beckoned. <laughs> then look no further than Implausible Falls. <laughs> Nestled directly in the heart of your beloved failsafe, Canada. <laughs> IF is a place where every person is exactly the ideal person from every little grade school weirdo ever. <laughs> a place where... <laughs> We're going off the rail now. A place... <laughs> a place where our beaches are packed with Tyra Banks and new kids on the blocks. <laughs> our schools feature the world's most qualified and astoundingly hot teachers. <laughs> from that dream you had where Mrs. Brown was hitting on you. <laughs> Oh, shit. From some anime that you watch. It doesn't, it's like. No. <laughs> Impossible Falls. Yeah. Thank you, Willie. Thank you, Willie. Uh, hey, where can people get more Willie Travis uh, when they would like to? They can get me anytime on the internet. Yeah. I am at several different places on the internet. Mm -hmm. uh, some Willie. Instagram, uh, willylisten.com is where you can listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, thanks to the help of Stab. Oh, please. I love this place. Oh. Ding. Um, <laughs> this place loves you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, will, willylisten.com is uh, where um, my, my baby, I guess that's my baby. Yeah. My, I birthed that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll figure out getting... We'll listen back around here again yeah, at definitely. some point. Uh, great to have you, Willie. Thank you for having Always me. Always a pleasure. <clears throat> uh, Brett, let's yes. hear what you got for this one. Uh, make us want to visit Bottomless Mimosaton. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chet Barbados. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. And when I'm not sharing my passion for freeway street signage, you'll find me in bottomless Mimosaton. Mm -hmm. Nestled in the broke college looking for a cheap buzz valley, bottomless Mimosaton is a champagne flute of heaven on earth. Play at the Minute Maid Orange Juice Arcade located next to the White Claw River. Stay at the Cook's Champagne Tower across the street from the Axe Body Spray Woods. <laughs> Come to Bottomless Mimosaton, the only place where you can ward off scurvy while giving yourself diabetes. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. Uh, hey. Hey, buddy. Uh, supposing yeah. somebody wants more Brett Stoltz outside of this very specific episode of The Stab Show, how would they go about doing such a thing? Uh, I have not made that easy. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I know. Is there any anything at all that you'd like to direct anyone towards? I at guess all? you could Google me. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just Google Brett Stoltz. There you go. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> now I want to know. I. So do I. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. The show wraps. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. Well, um, get your cyber stalking on, everybody, for, <laughs> for some Brett Stoltz after this. 
Well, thank you. So enjoyable as always, Brett. You're just you're just a treat. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dana, before we get you to wrapping up the program, how about you let folk know where they can get more Dana Bryant, where they work in bank? Well, a selection of men can find me on Match.com. Oh. Um, <laughs> Um, but if you're talking more like for entertainment well. purposes, um, I have the book report this Sunday at 7 p.m. here at Stab, yeah. where Jesse Rivera and I will interview, do some book report, get some comedians to come and give us a book report, mm -hmm. and then I'll do improv with them. So if you like books and or improv, or just two delightful people chatting about stuff they yeah. like, it's a fun time. <laughs> it is. Um, you can also find me every second Saturday with my sketch comedy troupe, Squad Patrol, mm -hmm. at the Sacramento Comedy Spot. Our, our This month, well, I guess next month, next month, is our Christmas murder mystery. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Check, check that, that out. out. Second Saturdays. All at right. 7.30. 7.30, yes. Uh, Dana, how about you wrap up this program? with our final tourism guide. Uh, <laughs> make us want to come visit It's Barely Noticeable. <laughs> this is going to book, or it's going to end or bookend the show so well. Um, yeah, big cities are not for everyone and sometimes places have a lot of bright lights and loud noises, but that's not everybody's cup of tea. Um, so if you want to come place that feels like no place, but it's also not your own home. <laughs> Come visit It's Barely Noticeable. Um, in It's Barely Noticeable, all of the buildings and streets are made with materials in only the most beige of colors. Mm -hmm. um, we have plenty of outdoor spaces too. So our parks are green in that like, you know, it's green, but like it's not poetry inspiring enough shade of green. Um, we have a river. It's really more of a stream, and like you can see it sometimes if you try, but nobody really does. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got like that running stream sound, but it's more white noise, so you won't hear it. Um, no one ever does. Um, what about our nightlife? We we have places open at night. Um, we have a twenty-four hour tea room where you can quietly sit quietly sipping hot herb water and <laughs> and reading a book you won't remember once you stop looking at it. Um, we we also have a few restaurants, but because interstate commerce is difficult here, we don't get any spices or seasonings of any kind. Um, so all the menus taste exactly the same, and you won't remember it. But on the bright side, it's all nutritionally valuable. So <laughs> that's also nice. Yeah, that's um, our biggest draw, and it's very noticeable, is actually our dating scene. Mm. Um, have you ever critiqued your dating life in a like, why buy the cow when you give the milk away for free? Hmm? Um, but by milk, I don't mean sex, but I mean emotional labor. Hmm. <laughs> you know, when you like give, when you're the kind of person that's going to give Herculean amounts of emotional support and unquestioning validation to emotionally unavailable men <sighs> who only see relationships as power dynamics and it makes you really easy to control and manipulate because of your lack of emotional boundaries because you don't get enough attention. I mean, like, you go out with your friends, but, like, no one notices you because you're, like, not pretty, but you're not, like, ugly in that, like, oh, no, look at that poor person sort of way. And, like... You try to talk to people because you have like really interesting things to say, but you just can't get in there, so you don't say that. Um, that's every person here that's single is like that. 
<laughs> yeah. Because maybe you just want a place that is as quiet and unassuming as your coping mechanisms. <laughs> yeah. So come visit. Um, you might not remember your trip once you leave, but at least you won't need a vacation from your vacation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> the, <laughs> yeah, the weight with which that hit some uh, in here <laughs> was very noticeable. <laughs> All right. And stab is over. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us tonight. And, of course, a very special thank you to our incredible panel, Willie Travis, Brett Stoltz, and Dana Bryant. Now, uh, did what... Yeah, yeah, right? Now, did what you just experienced tickle at least three out of your five fancies? Well, if it did, why not subscribe to The Stab Show? Be the podcast provider of your choice and get access to over 374 other episodes. Oh, me. Or, if you want to catch uh, The Stab Show at a very specific time of 7.30 Friday nights... Uh, then you can come on down to the Stab Comedy Theater or catch us from the comfort of your home on Stab TV. Uh, and unfortunately, that's all we've got for you tonight. So until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, saying it's less important if the carpet matches the drapes than if they need pipe laid in their basement. Good night! <laughs> <laughs>